Hey, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another episode for season 21, episode three, how to social engineer ESTPs. But before I get into that, let me remind you that we have a coaching giveaway, coaching session giveaway. It's on Instagram. Uh, the post is still there. Uh, like that post, leave a comment, and make sure you're following us on Instagram to be entered to win. The winner will be chosen like this weekend sometime-ish. We'll see. I think it is this weekend. But anyway, that will be awesome uh, to uh, finally meet that person and the winner uh, when that happens. So uh, I'm looking very forward to the, you know, the, the final, the finalist, I guess, of that uh, giveaway. So anyway, with that being said, I'm going to try to keep it a little bit lean tonight. It's not like I'm going to be leaving any information out, but in terms of this lecture, I'm just trying to be more conscious of time and just kind of see how uh, we can go with it. But I mean, of course, I'm just going to go off script like I do anyway. And hashtag tangent my way to the finish line because that's what I do. Yeah, not, not about going straight. It's like, yeah, and then we're going to get there. So anyway, also, if you've noticed, I'm kind of shooting like on a different piece of technology right now. So let's kind of see how that works out. I uh, no longer on the iPhone 7. So we're going to see how this thing works out and hopefully the quality and the sound is dope. I'm really hoping so. And from my point of view right now, it kind of looks like it, to be honest. So I'm, I'm kind of happy about it. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely working for me so far. Hopefully it works for you, but we'll find out when we get there. Anyway, how to engineer ESTPs. ESTPs, AKA the persuader. They are direct initiating control, part of the uh, in charge slash uh, structure uh, uh, interaction style. And they are also uh, the artisan, AKA an SP. So artisans, are all about SPs. And how do we know they're an SP? Well, we know they're an SP because they are pragmatic. So they're very independent. And uh, instead of like interdependent, interdependent is more of an affiliative approach. They're aware of social rules, social norms, or, uh, or rules in general that are not necessarily social. For example, like laws, uh, processes, routines, etc. Affiliative people ask permission, not forgiveness, whereas pragmatic people like ESTPs always ask forgiveness and never ask permission. And also like they never apologize. It's like super rare. And for some reason, STPs have this huge pride issue with apologizing to people because apparently they have to admit their insecurities when they apologize for some freaking reason. Who knows? You know, maybe if they would realize that Sometimes when you apologize, engaging and uh, going forward, that uh, humility causes other people to be more endeared to them and more loyal to them. But gosh, it takes a long time for, you know, STPs, especially ESTPs to figure that out. Well, one day they will, maybe. Yeah, when they're mature, basically. So yeah, they're pragmatic. They're very interest-based, focused on what's your angle, man, or What's your interest in this? Well, what's my interest? In? What am I getting out of this? Or what are you getting out of this? That's very interest focused. So these people, ESTPs are very interest based. They're also concrete. Concrete means they focus on the what is and not necessarily the what if. In fact, they avoid the what if like the plague. And we'll talk about why that is in a few minutes, but they are all about the what is. They are the master of the what is because they have SE hero. So make sure you respect that when you're trying to social engineer them. And then also they are, their interaction style is direct initiating control. Control means that they t go at their own pace, they take their time, everything has to be under control. If it's not under control, they're going to freak out. And that uh, lack of control, if there's any chaos present, they're just like, wow, this is bad and I'm losing my freedom. And then, wow, so they have to like control things 
because if they don't control things, then they're not going to have any freedom. And if an ESTV doesn't have freedom, well, that's when they're going to turn into a giant green rage monster. Uh, yes, I'm quoting a uh, Marvel film when I say that. Go Tony Stark. Anyway, so just be aware of that. You don't want to make, you know, SE raging, you know, berserker ESTP mode come out. So make sure you always give them all the freedom that they want. Allow them to keep things under control. They're very initiating as well, so they have to go to other people to get what they need instead of necessarily waiting for someone to come to them and then keep them in the loop and keep them informed as to what's going on. And then also they're very direct, all about, you know, they're willing to be direct or be directive or give orders when necessary in order to keep things under control, in order to keep things uh, moving in a positive direction. It's not necessarily movement oriented, it's directive. It's just like, hey, what are we doing here? Hey, why am I spending my time on this? Hey, why are you spending all your time on this? Hey, what are you doing, etc. It's very direct and they're trying to figure out what's going on so that they can make a decision and move on to the next thing, basically. So think of the ESTP as like the ideal person that you would want to be like a foreman on a construction site, basically, or someone who leads their wolf pack to victory. That's kind of a very ESTP approach. Definitely not Donald Trump. And for those of you out there that still maintain that Donald Trump is an ESTP, I laugh at you, uh, you know, and uh, I fight in your general direction. I mean, seriously, like, stop doing that. If you want to understand a little bit more, watch season 20, episode one, where we actually learn how to type Donald Trump appropriately. That'd be nice. Then you come to realize that he's actually an ENTJ and not actually an ESTP. So might want to check that out. But Regardless, today we're going to be focusing on how to social engineer ESTPs. So let's get into it. So here is the ESTP mind or soul on paper whiteboard. So based on that, we have SE Hero. So he's all about being aware of the physics, you know, because SE is physics. So SE is being aware of the moment. What is happening right now? What is that guy doing over there? Or how are those people reacting to this thing, right? because they always have to look at how others are going to react to a situation in order for them to gauge their own reaction because they are worried about how they react to things with their SI nemesis. So they always wanna see how other people are going to react to something, especially like with food. Hey, you know, I need you to taste that because you're like my taste tester so that I know that if you have a good experience, oh, that means I want to have that good experience too because you know, I can see what you're doing there with my SE hero. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's, it's kind of interesting how ESTPs use everybody else as their taste tester. It's kind of, I mean, quite frankly, I find it annoying, but that's what they do. And guess what? ESFPs do the same thing because hashtag SE hero. But anyway, you have TI Parent, all about the logic, the logos, if this, then this. They're aware of the true false and they care so much about what is true, what is false. True false is everything to the ESTP because they have TI Parent. Their inner child is the same child that I have all about making other people feel good and, and have balloons and candy and give all those balloons and candy other people, make them feel nice and give them a hug and make them feel valued and cared for and all those warm and fuzzy things, right? After they identify the fact that you're weak and probably you're gonna punch your lights out because they think for some reason that punching you is going to make you stronger, right? Oh, sorry, that's just the ESTP schoolyard bully. Oh yeah, I've been the victim of that a few times. Of course, I mean, that would make sense because like I was basically the fat kid in high school the entire time because lo and behold, when I was like 15 years old, I was on the verge uh, and, and going into high school, I was like on the verge of like 300 pounds. Like that was like insanely scary. Not something I recommend. I think I actually weighed 287 pounds exactly at that point in time. Not what I would recommend. 
And they have NI inferior. Oh, they're very insecure about what they want. And that's one of the biggest issues with ESTPs is motivating them to do things because good luck motivating an ESTP because they just never know what they want because they're so afraid of wanting the wrong thing. This is kind of one of the reasons why ESTPs, especially, you know, when it comes to romantic relationships, they got to try, like an ESTP man, that guy's got to try a lot of women because he just doesn't know what he wants. And, you know, I may as well just try them all until I figure out exactly what it is what I want, for example. That's just one loose example. Although their virtue is, you know, chastity and being like super chaste. And chaste doesn't necessarily mean not having sex at all. Chaste actually means they could still have like one devoted lover, for example, and that's still considered technically chaste per se, right? Because it's within, you know, these social affiliative boundaries of, of sexuality, etc. that is generally accepted by humanity as we know it, right? So that's still technically chaste. So that chasteness basically allows them to, you know, be devoted to that one lover per se, for a long or indefinite period amount of time, right? But up until that point when they're just cherry picking as much as they can, I mean, that's how it is. I mean, let's be honest, my cousin, his black book is well over 400 names. I think it was maybe even at over 600 at one point in time. He's an ESTP, you know, so he got definitely has that vice of nymphomania present. So if you don't know what the virtue and vice of the ESTP is, chastity versus nymphomania, uh, or as some would say in the comment section recently, hypersexuality. Look, I get that uh, nymphomania is more feminine. That's fine. But you know what? I'm going to use it as the vice anyway, because like it makes a lot of sense. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a feminine word. Besides, ESTPs technically have a female in their head. It's called the INFJ subconscious. And that's like very feminine. So like, I don't care if I'm using feminine terms, but thank you for your comment. I appreciate the criticism, but mm, no, still sticking to nymphomania on the vice on this one. So yeah, check that out, Virtue and Vice. I believe it's season seven. Check the ESTP episode. It might be season seven, episode two, I believe. So learn about the Virtue and Vice of the ESTP. It might help you social engineer them. Anyway, so yeah, they're afraid of what they want. We're gonna talk about, uh, worried about the experience that they're going to have. They're very TE critic, very critical towards statistics, critical of other people's thinking to the point where they actually can, are at risk of thinking that other people are stupid. At least they don't go so far as the ISTP and just stupid zone people. They're actually willing to listen to what people hear, but then after a while, they're just going to just turn them off and then just move on to the next thing because they just can't handle it. And then, of course, there's FI Trickster. ESTPs have no concept of moral behavior at all. Of course, then again, neither do I because I also have FI Trickster. Yeah, morals, we don't do that, and they don't. And then there's extroverted intuition demon, which is basically that one thing in their head that makes it impossible for them to even consider the what if because they're so focused on the what is because of SE Hero, these people are not about the what if. So anyway, that is the ESTP profile. Now let's talk about the actual techniques involved with social engineering these people. So remember, when you're going after somebody, what is the first thing you need to do? Oh yeah, that's right. You emulate their highest compatibility type. That's what you want to do. That's the best strategy that you could utilize when social engineering somebody emulation and emulating their ideal highest compatibility type, which is the ISTJ, aka their shadow, right? So you want to emulate the ISTJ. So let's put it Mr. ISTJ or Miss ISTJ in this particular example. So there is the ISTJ woman and she has SI hero and then she has TE parent an FI child, and NE nemesis, followed by, or NE inferior, excuse me, followed by SE nemesis, 
TI Critic, FE Trickster, and NI Demon. Yes, we have her functions, and those functions directly map to these. Nice. If you don't know how the cognitive functions are mapping in this manner, I recommend you watch season five, Cognitive Synchronicity, because for example, extroverted sensing is always trying to find introverted sensing and consume introverted sensing or create introverted sensing. Uh, extroverted thinking is trying to find introverted thinking. Extroverted feeling is trying to find introverted feeling. Extroverted intuition is trying to find introverted intuition. This is cognitive synchronicity, right? So watch season five to learn more about cognitive synchronicity. Uh, although I would like to say, you know, from a compatibility standpoint, yes, those are really important, but that's just nature, you know, someone's nature, basically. It is possible that from a compatibility standpoint to have relationships with other people that you do not necessarily have as high compatibility with due to maturity and camaraderie, basically. And the more you know about, like, for example, this science, the more mature you are as a result, you actually can have relationships and successful, loving, romantic, amazing relationships, even friendships, etc., sexual relationships, whatever, with somebody who's not necessarily your highest compatibility, right? For example, there was a um, someone recently who's like, oh yeah, I'm an ENTP and I'm married to an ISFJ. And then, yeah, you're right. It's absolutely freaking hard until all of a sudden everything clicked one day, 10 years into our relationship and we just understood each other. And then it's been great, fantastic ever since. Okay, sure. So it takes a lot of acclimation there. But the point is, is that it can be done. So whenever I talk about compatibility with this like off script thing, just don't freak out. And if you haven't watched the social compatibility lecture and I lecture series, I think it's season 12. Wow, I'm like literally marketing instead of actually explaining uh, content tonight. My bad, not really. Anyway, so extroverted sensing definitely maps to introverted sensing, TI maps to extroverted thinking, FE maps to introverted uh, feeling, and NI maps to extroverted intuition demon. Okay, great. So ISTJ, so what is the, what is the scenario here? So let's do a scenario. Um, so let's say that this ESTP, the ISTJ woman has got her ESTP husband, basically at this point, uh, to be like, hey, we need to go on a family vacation. It's time we go on a family vacation. And the ESTP is like, yeah, okay. It is time to go on a family vacation. The problem is, the problem is in this example, this ESTP has a day job. He also has his own company that he runs at home, right? This is actually a big issue for him. And ESTPs, when they're in that mode, they can at times become like these insane workaholics, right? And it's usually because their effie child is trying to go out of the way to produce and, and, and make things better and, and uh, make other people feel good, especially their customers. So they really, 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 really work a, a lot. And it's really hard, even though funnily enough, their ISTJ shadow just puts them in this mode where they're like, oh, hey, I really need to chill right now. I need to take a rest and whatnot. But yeah, for the most part, Definitely they can go to like workaholism mode and then burn out after the fact. It is a thing. So in this particular marriage, we'll say that this ISTJ woman is trying to get her ESTP husband to agree to go to vacation. Well, they, he already agreed. The thing is now is just, well, where are we going, right? And he has no idea. He has no idea what he wants to do. No clue. Why? Well, because of NI inferior. And she's trying to motivate him to go on a vacation. And she, because she has SI hero, knows exactly the kind of experience that she wants to have on vacation, right? And quite frankly, she kind of wants to go to Disneyland with 
her and the kids. It's the first time their family has ever gone to Disneyland and they have three children and uh, he's been working pretty hard and she's like, you know what? I feel like we need to go to Disneyland. So we're gonna go to Disneyland. But the thing is, is that he's not sure that he actually wants to go to Disneyland. He's thinking about maybe like going camping in Yosemite or potentially um, going to Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. There's a lot of different options and he just has no idea what he wants to do and he's really insecure about it and he's never done it before and he just doesn't, and just like, bleh, he just doesn't want to deal with it. So the problem is though, is that in their relationship, he has full control over the finances. It's not like she can just unilaterally make a decision and book a vacation. She has to get his buy-in 100% during this marriage. So what does she do, right? Well, like, what does she do? So this, this scenario is actually modeled off of an anecdote that I observed of a couple of these same types uh, a few years back. So this is kind of like real world application here, just so you guys know. So yeah, he had no idea. He had no idea what he wanted to do for, his, for, for, for vacation. So that became a problem. So now in comes the ISTJ woman. She has to attempt to social engineer her husband or ESTB husband into actually considering or wanting to go on vacation because she's not going to force him because she's not going to pressure him because ISTJs do not like being pressured and doing things and they worry that sometimes that they're over pressuring other people and she is definitely not going to pressure him but at the same time she needs to get him to realize that it's his idea and his desire to actually go to Disneyland with the children for example. So she has to begin a social engineering campaign to try to convince him that it's kind of his own idea and to open up the purse to be able to go to Disneyland, right? And he's brought up a lot of concerns, you know, well, what if one of our children is too young and they're not able to go on the rides? What if it's too expensive? What if this, what if that, what if that? You know, for someone who's very concrete, gosh, I love this hypocrisy about ESTPs. For people who are so concrete, they're constantly like, well, what if this happens? Well, what if this happens? Well, what if this happens, right? Hilarious. Anyway. S-E hero. Okay, so how do you do this? You emulate the cognitive functions, right? So I'm just showing you a specific ISTJ, ESTP marriage and situation, but let's assume for a moment that this is not actually an ISTJ woman in a relationship with this guy, but this is actually an ENFP, right? So an ENFP woman who's married to him and she needs to go into her ISTJ subconscious in order to get him to consider it because she's always trying to motivate him with any hero and NI in theory just feels like so crazy, right? So I know that we kind of just did a little switch there, but bear with me, right? So put it right here, ENFP, going ISTJ mode for the sake of this relationship. And yes, I do know a few ENFPs married to ESTPs. It is a relationship that can work. So the plan of attack. How do you motivate the ESTP to make the decision to go to Disneyland? That is the question. And open up the purse strings to be able to do that, right? Open up the purse, gotta get that purse, gotta get that vacation that we really, really desperately want. How do we do this? Well. Remember, you have to go in and you have to convince the pessimistic functions to get on your side. And for the ESTP, that is the TI parent and the NI inferior. Of course, the NI inferior is a really big one right now because that's literally what's inhibiting him from being motivated to do this. Because his, his effie child's like, well, well, what about my customers? Well, what about the business? What about, you know, and it's just like, okay, yeah, I get that there are people there, but you know, you too, you need to have like a vacation too, you know what I mean? So that's just kind of the direction it goes. So, Here's how you do it. You go to the ESTP. 
extroverted sensing hero is all about giving other people a good experience. So the ENFP has to go ISTJ mode and just be like, yeah, you're, you're doing a really good job. You know, uh, thank you so much for making me comfortable, right? You basically have to immediately state from the beginning how comfortable you are, how comfortable the ESTP is making you. That's like the first thing. You also have to demonstrate loyalty because SE Hero is all about loyalty. So by making sure that you demonstrate loyalty and show that you have a really good track record of basically suffering without a vacation over the last two years and, ba and bring up, hey, you know, I think we've done pretty good. I've done pretty good for like the last two years, you know, Mr. ESTP husband uh, of not going on vacation. We deserve a vacation. And I'm here, I've been uncomfortable with like not going on vacation, I'm becoming uncomfortable, but I've been pretty comfortable pretty so far and I haven't raised an issue and it hasn't been a thing. I really feel like I deserve this, right? That's kind of the direction you wanna go with the ESTP because Extroverted Sensing Hero is all about loyalty. So SI Hero basically needs to demonstrate loyalty when you're emulating the ISTJ. Always demonstrate your loyalty, always prove your loyalty. So when you start talking to the ESTP, you gotta be like, hey, I've been doing all these things for you, okay? I've been loyal to you. I have never had a problem with you. I've always been consistent for you. I've always been comfortable with you. You have always made me comfortable, right? It's very important because that will cause the NI and Fury to realize, okay, yeah, she's got a point. She's been very consistent. Okay, sure, yeah. Here's another way of looking at it. The FE child, the other optimistic function, FE child, you know, it's like, hey, so imagine it, imagine if, if, if his, <laughs> imagine if the ESTP was married to an FE user, right? And this FE user woman was like having to go up to him and be like, hey, I feel this when she doesn't do that. She's constantly trying to get him to feel something, even though he can't because he has FI trickster. Good luck. That's not going to work. So based on that, we have, FE child and then FI. So emulating FI, you gotta tell the ESTP, hey, you know, I feel really good about you. You make me feel, you make me feel really good. Um, I feel really good about us going, taking the children to Disneyland, right? And you just make it about your feelings. You may not necessarily care about your feelings, you know, as your social engineering this ESTP against their will to go to Disneyland per se, but you're just making it be like, hey, I feel really good about this. I feel I deserve this. You make it about you with the ESTP. You make it about how you feel and how you feel is a good thing, how you believe it is a good thing, right? It's very important. TI parent, very hard to get past. How do you get past TI parent? Because it's very logically pessimistic. It's like, yeah, well, that's nice. That's that, Those are nice that you think that, but I don't care what you think. I care about what I think, right? Here's how you get past TI parent. And remember, in order to be successful in taking down an ESTP, you have to get past the pessimistic functions. Optimistic functions, they kind of generally will go with you straight away just by default, but you really need to get past the pessimistic functions because once you have the pessimistic functions, you have all of the functions basically at that point because the optimistic functions will follow the lead of the pessimistic functions. It's very, very important you understand this. So, TE uh, to the TI parent. So the ISTJ, literally, you have to emulate ISTJ, right? So at this point, you're emulating ISTJ and you are producing, this is gonna sound weird, literal statistics showing how, how much happier families are after they go to Disneyland, right? 
how how uh, it is a rite of passage for children to go to Disneyland, for example, or you know statistics that show you know uh, uh, relationship success as a result of going to Disneyland. Like literally, all you'd have to do is do research, gather up a bunch of reference points or a bunch of reference material, and take it in front of your ESTP and just be like, hey, here's the facts. It's only going to cost this much. It's only going to take this much time. Here's the hotels. Like if you plan the whole thing out for the ESTP ahead of time, include with, oh, by the way, here's the additional benefits we're going to get. I mean, you kind of like literally have to become a salesman almost to the ESTP at this point, but that's literally what you're doing. You're gathering all of the reference material. You make sure you have your, all your T's crossed, all of your I's dotted, the entire vacation plan ready to go because that way it just shows all the due diligence is done. There's no stress in it. And then the ESTP is not like having to use their own ISTJ shadow to try to plan it themselves. It just stresses them out and they never want to do that. So they're just automatically going to say no, right? You want to avoid that. So when you're emulating ISTJ to motivate the ESTP and agreeing to taking the family to Disneyland vacation, you have to provide reference points. You have to provide data. You have to provide information and it has to be organized like a TE user would. So, okay, here's the dates for, that I that uh, I feel like uh, we should go on the trip. I feel like we would want to go on the trip, excuse me. Uh, here's the dates, here's the list. Um, this is where we're gonna stay. This is like the best hotel. It's gonna be a really good experience. I'm gonna be really comfortable in this hotel. Literally state, because you're emulating SI, that I'm going to have a very good experience at Disneyland under these circumstances, under this plan. Because remember, to get past the TI parent, you have to have a sure fire plan. Iron solid, rock solid plan. Otherwise, they're not interested. Because the only way they're going to be safe, to feel safe or secure enough in wanting to do this, this uh, trip with you, you have to convince them by showing them all of the everything is planned to the T. This is how you get past TI parent in an ESTP. So you plan it out. Oh, we got these dates. We got this uh, hotel. Uh, we're gonna go at this park on this date. We're gonna go that park on that date. And they literally have the entire thing figured out. So you emulating the ISTJ needs to go to the ESTP and be like, hey, Here's all the plans. And then all of a sudden, TI parent, though pessimistic, is like, okay, yeah, you got a really good plan there. And of course, like ESTPs always do, they're gonna adjust the plan just slightly for them, of course. But at least you have a very nice, well-thought-out, well-documented plan. It's almost like you're submitting a proposal to the ESTP because, of course, if you do that, their SE hero will like that because it's like, wow, you really put a lot of effort in this. I really respect that you put a lot of effort into this proposal. It's weird, but that's how ESTPs work. If you hand them a proposal that's really well thought out and well organized and every little detail about every little possibility, about every little nook and cranny about the trip and the plan, and you give it to them, they're like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, I want this because they see that you put a lot of effort into it and they want to honor that effort with their SE hero. Wow, this person is very loyal to me and they definitely know what they're doing. And anyone, because remember, ESTPs are all about how others react. Anyone would react really well to a, a proposal from their woman about this trip. Anyone would react, react to all the effort that they've done, so I'm going to react well to it. Because that's how ESTPs work, right? So then you have NI inferior. How do you get them to want things? Well, so you have that plan, right? We're talking about that plan to get past their TI parent. Well, guess what? That plan, 
here's the thing. Here's what you got to understand about anti-inferior. You always have to give it a choice. See, that's the thing. When you're emulating ISTJ, you have to emulate NE, you have to emulate NE inferior. So you emulate NE inferior and you give them options. Think about it this way. If you have an ESTP little girl and it's time for her to go to bed, you do not tell the ESTP little girl that it's time to go to bed right now. You don't do that. You ask your ESTP little girl and you tell her, hey, it's time for bed. Do you want to go to bed right now or do you want to go to bed in five minutes? And then she'll choose, go to bed in five minutes. And you're good. You wait five minutes, you come back to her, okay, it's bedtime. No, daddy, no. But you said you wanted to go to bed in five minutes. Okay, yeah, I did. And then off to bed they go. See, that's how ESTPs work. So to get past anti-inferior, you have to give them options. So what you do, strategically speaking, that plan, you know, with your TE parent emulation, that plan for the trip that you did, you actually include actually plans for multiple trips in your proposal where it's the same trip. So it's basically the same, like, like look at it this way. You tell the ESTP, you can do whatever you want as long as it's within this little box. You can have full freedom within these boundaries. So think of it that way with your extroverted thinking. You can have full freedom within these boundaries. That's literally how you have to frame around ESTPs, right? So that's what you do. You get your plan together and then, okay, we have trip to Disneyland A, trip to Disneyland B, trip to Disneyland C, trip to Disneyland D, and trip to Disneyland slash Knott's Berry Farm E, right? For example, different plans, but it's still the same plan, just a few tweaks here and there, and costs are different and whatnot, and the ESTP has full choice. Seeing the cost, the dates, the times, the hotel differences, the park days, with different parks potentially, all of these options, and they just feel so much secure about it, and it really takes away that worry that their SI nemesis has. Why? Because guess what? You, as emulating ISTJ, the SE nemesis of the ISTJ is actually giving a good experience to the ESTP by providing all these plans with different options, right? And let me tell you, as someone who has TI parent, yeah, that's something I'd like too, because let me tell you, I hate, I hate, just as much as ESTPs hate, planning vacation. It's really difficult, and it's really nice to be able to delegate that to somebody else, and then like there's options and whatnot. But even if, like, but the thing is, the difference between me and ESTPs, I don't necessarily have to have a lot of options like the ESTP does. I'm kind of cool if it's just like one main thing, and then as an ENTP, I'll make some tweaks to it that I would like to add to it for my own personal flair, and I'm good to go. So it wouldn't be as much effort as it would be with an ESTP, but the ESTP would be like, oh yeah, far out, man. Look at all these options, oh yeah. We're definitely gonna be going to Disneyland with the family now. And they're like super motivated all of a sudden. You're like, yeah. Even though over the past year and a half, it's taken you so many conversations trying to motivate them to take the children and you to Disneyland. It's a big issue. Wow, this is like sounding like a Disneyland commercial, my bad. Anyway, so just understand, you have to have a plan, right? To get past that, it's all about the plan. And then to get past the NI inferior, it's all about options. Options, options, options. When you're doing your social engineering attack on the ESTP, you have to hit that TI parent, you have to hit that NI inferior. Because, and then once you win, guess what? Because NI inferior is linked to SE hero, 
even better because then all of a sudden with them motivated, they're going to execute the plan that you gave them and they're going to not only go to Disneyland with you, but they're going to seek to give you the absolute best Disneyland experience of your life because SE Hero is all about creating memories and then they're going to try to make it as memorable as possible, so memorable that they never, ever forget it so that, you know, their, their wife, for example, never, never, ever forgets it or their children never, ever forgets it. All because you as the social engineer provided the plan with all of the options and they chose the option and they have for some reason in their head, even though you technically did all the work, they are, they maintain that they're the ones giving the best possible experience for their family, even though you did all the work, but doesn't matter. I mean, at least you got what you want, right? You know, a trip to Disneyland with the children and your ESTP husband, right? But that worked out just fine. You know what I mean? Make sure you have a very solid, well-researched, well-referenced plan anytime you are going and you present that plan to your ESTP and you provide them options. If you do not give them options, options is the most important part. If you do not give them options, they will automatically say no. So you can't do that. You have to remember the big picture. You control the big picture. Let the little ESTP play around in the small picture, right? That's the power of ISTJ emulation. Emulate the ISTJ. Hey, you can do whatever you want as long as it's within these boundaries. That's the key to beating the ESTP. Once you've got the NI inferior, you automatically have the SE hero on your side. Once you have the TI parent, you automatically have FE child because it's like, hey, we have this amazing plan right here. And then the ESTP is like, oh yeah, the kids are really gonna like this. FE child is so excited about making the kids feel good and, and feel valued and, and having an SE hero is really great about, you know, giving the best possible experience to the children too. And, and this is going to be really great and we're going to have fun and we're going to do everything and we're going to eat everything, including the churros at the churro wagon, you know what I mean? Or the McDonald's french fry wagon, which for some reason it discontinued years and years and years ago. And it was like literally right outside of like Thunder Mountain. Yeah, I need to stop at the Disneyland commercials. I really like Disneyland. Sue me. Anyway, um, although I haven't eaten at Club 33 yet, I definitely want to one day, but I did eat at the Blue Bayou, which is also dope. The Flying Dutchman. I recommend that dessert. So, uh, yeah, so SE Hero. So here's another thing. If the ESTP perceives you as somebody who is disloyal to them or someone who's like wavering in something or someone who's unsure, that's the kicker. When you're going to engage the SE Hero of the ESTP, you better make sure you are sure. You are 100% sure that your goal is that trip to Disneyland with the kids and the ESTP, right? That that's the goal, that you are 100% sure and that you are sure about the plan you are presenting. If the ESTP detects a lack of surety at all, a little tiny, tiny bit amount of insecurity at all, the ESTP is instantly not interested. Why? Because the ISTJ shadow requires security. It requires safety. You have to provide these things. And the ESTP is relying on you to provide the safety and the security because you are sure. Because SJs, right? SJs provide safety and security for ESTPs. Although ESTPs make SJs feel safe and comfortable, and that's very important, obviously. 
But it's another thing on the other end that they also need to feel safe themselves because they're just trying to make you feel safe so that when they see that you feel safe, then they feel safe, right? So if you're coming at the ESTP and you're trying to social engineer them, they're not even going to pay any attention to you if you are not sure. Because if you are not sure, it leaves open this huge gate of what if. You got to keep the ESTP in the what is. So you make it about the plan, not about like, and if you leave anything out of the plan, it'll be like, oh, they're not really sure. And then because they're not sure, then that's not something they're going to want to do. See, that's the thing about ESTPs. In order to motivate them to do anything, you better be sure about what it is you're trying to motivate them about. If they detect any form of insecurity or lack of surety, you're done. You're completely done. And they won't even consider anymore. Instantly tune you out. Beep. Nothing going on. All right, so let's talk about the shadow, how to get past the shadow. We kind of already talked about the SE trying to deliver that really good experience to the SI nemesis to take care of their worry. Also, make sure that when you're presenting your plan to the ESTP for whatever reason that is, use that uh, emulation of TI. Make sure that you TI and verify and re-verify over and over and over again that the plan is as surefire as it is. Because if you want to motivate an ESTP, it is, you have to present them a surefire plan. Especially even if you're going to try to manipulate them out of money or you're trying to get them like on a, an investment scheme of some kind. All you have to do is prove, oh yeah, other people have gotten rich off of this before. It's not just a get rich quick scheme, even though it's like a total scam. Oh yeah, these other people over here, and here's the surefire plan that they followed. If you can present that plan and look good while doing it and appear, appear as sure, appear as verified, uh, appear as well-planned and well-thought-out and well-referenced with an amazing auto, uh, you know, a, a, an amazing bibliography, for example, they'll be convinced. And they'll think, oh, yeah, because anyone would react really well to this guy. Anyone would be willing to invest with this guy. Anyone would be willing to book a Disneyland trip with the kids after with a plan like this, you know, for example. I'm just using the Disneyland trip as an example here, but do you see my point? It's applicable to anything. These social engineering methods are applicable to anything when it comes to ESTPs. Watch out for their TE critic. They will critique that plan completely with a fine tooth comb. And if anything in that plan is off, or if you're unsure about anything in that plan, or if there's something not verified in that plan, instantly throw it out the window. They don't care anymore. And they'll just, nope. Like literally you've just been tuned out. It's like a mini door slam. Not going to happen. They're not interested. Okay. And then with their FI trickster, you don't really have to worry about it because they're not really aware of their FI trickster. And morals does not necessarily, it's not really a priority to them. And that lower priority, okay, yeah, sure. So you can kind of avoid it. But here's the issue. The extrovert intuition demon, that would be a problem. Because again, you have to make sure that they're focused on the what is. The what is, is the most important part. What is, is everything. Now, the big, you know, evil what if is right here on their demon. You want to avoid the demon. How do you do that? Well, Yes, you have to give them options with their NI inferior, which is important. Options are a big deal. But if you don't have all of the nooks and crannies, like like your plan's got to be so surefire that it, it's rock solid in their eyes, right? Now, okay, sure, there are a few things you could get away with, you know, because let's be honest, ESTPs are not exactly the best at handling 
fine print, right? And fine print, that's where TE critic is. But TE, they have such a low awareness of TE that guess what? ESTPs are at risk of being, you know, taken for a ride in terms of fine print situations. So when you're social engineering them, yes, you can nail them on fine print. Guess what? ENFPs do this to ESTPs on a regular basis. It's all about the fine print. Now, TI parent at certain times from an ESTP standpoint, they can, as they mature, learn about the risks of fine print because they want to make sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is exactly what they want and that if the other person's sure, I need to be sure too, right? So there's actually a sureness reversal there that you have to be aware of. To get, to put one over on the ESTP or to motivate them to do something or to social engineer them to do something, again, you have to provide options and have that rock solid plan. Very, very important. Make sure you give them an experience, but again, that it can be done through the rock solid plan. That's why they're, like, they're the primary thing here. The TE credit will go through everything with a fine tooth comb. That's okay, as long as you have verified and you went through it with a uh, fine-tooth comb that every option of the plan, every version of the plan that you provided is good. And guess what? You can make mistakes. You can actually make mistakes in this area with your plan. Do you know how? The more options you provide them to look, you could actually have some mistakes hidden there because if they see a mistake in one of the options, they'll just throw out the option, but the plan is still there. You're still in the game with the ESTP, you're still there. They could still make a decision, you know, because ultimately your goal is to do the trip to Disneyland, right? So you haven't lost the war. If they just get rid of one of the options, oh, they found a mistake, there's a, there's, there's, there's a lack of verification here, or you're not, I mean, there's, there's, there's too many what ifs here. Eh, I'm not good with that, that, that option, okay? Okay, they got rid of the option but you're still in there. And then guess what? Since you provide them most options, you know what they're usually gonna do? Instead of throwing in all the options because they see that you've gone through so much effort, SE Hero knows and FE Child knows that you've gone through so much effort and they don't wanna make you feel bad after going through so much effort through this big proposal to the ESTP because they're gonna feel guilty. Guess what? They're more likely to agree to it because you've gone through so much effort to provide them that plan and all of those options. So when you're social engineering an ESTP, by putting in so much effort and verifying and having this rock solid plan and providing them options, right, so that they can make the choice, they're actually likely going to, yes, they will make a choice that favors you. This is known as the Xanatos Gambit, very important. Xanatos Gambit, and this is one thing that when you're emulating ISTJ, you want to do. The Xanatos Gambit is how you take down an ESTP. Social engineering wise, it's like, it doesn't matter what option you place in front of the ESTP, every decision they make leads to you winning the game. You winning the social engineering, you winning, right? Because when you provide a surefire plan, and that surefire plan, it's a bunch of options, and they say, I don't know, this plan's got too many what ifs, or this plan's not gonna work, you know, and then you give them A through F options, and they get rid of four of them, and you're down to two options left, right? A, B, C, D, E, F, and then guess what? Well, only A and C are left. But the fact that you went to that much effort, guess what? They're just going to choose. It's just like that little girl. Do you wanna go to bed now, or do you wanna go to bed in five minutes? Notice how the decision is not necessarily going to bed or not. The war is you want them to go to bed. 
But the battles are the choices that you give them. But guess what? Regardless of which battle or which choice they choose, you still win the war. It's called a Xanatos Gambit. That is how you take on an ESTP. So they're going to feel guilty that you went through all the effort to do this. And guess what? They're going to pick one of the options and you have just won the war. That is how you defeat an ESTP in a social engineering situation. Because every child will feel guilty and SE Hero will be like, wow, you put in a lot of effort. And if they don't choose an option, not good. And besides, you went through all that effort. You seem really sure about this. Okay, because you're so sure about this, this makes me feel secure with my SI nemesis. Okay, yes, that is something I want to do. I want to choose this option and bingo. You've just won the war. Your ESTP has agreed to take you and the children to Disneyland and he's already pulling out the credit card and you're good to go. You've just won. Awesome. Remember, the Xanatos Gambit. Everything I've just talked about is literally the Xanatos Gambit. Look it up. X-A-N-A-T-O-S and then G-A-M-B-I-T. Xanatos Gambit. It is very important. It is the core strategy as to how you defeat and social engineer an ESTP or like how to motivate them, etc. That's how you do it. And you emulate ISTJ, you perform the Xanatos Gambit, and you will beat them every single time. Because guess what? They don't want to let you down. They don't want to feel guilty. They, they know you put through all that effort and you seem really, really sure about it to them. So because of that, okay, well, I guess that's a decision that I'm going to have to make. And yeah, I, uh, I definitely want to do it this way. And then, then they do it. And then all of a sudden they realize that, you know, even though it was your plan, they think it's their idea and they're, they're giving the, executing your plan and giving a really good experience to you and the children. Yay. And it's the best trip ever. Yay. Even though like you technically did all the planning. So yeah, perform the Xanatos Gambit and you will succeed at social engineering and ESTP. If you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, insightful, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and on the podcast. Leave a like while you're at it and also comment if you have any questions about ESTPs or anything in the comment section. I will do my best to answer your questions as I usually do because like I read all the comments. Also, if you haven't joined our Discord yet, please join the Discord. The link is in the description below so that you can get in on our Q&A session live streams um, every two weeks. We might actually do them every week eventually. We're getting, we're just, we're, we're, we're beefing up. We're getting more live streams available. And uh, we got some new equipment right now. We're playing with it. I think this video actually had to be edited just one slight thing because for some reason the camera decided to stop working 38 minutes in or something like that, but we're going to get it fixed. Uh, and it's not going to really inhibit anything here. It's just, you know, re-recording something after 38 minutes kind of sucks if you know what I mean, but doesn't matter. It is what it is. It's the price you pay for learning new equipment because you know, I'm an SI inferior. I have to make every single mistake in the book before I actually get it right. If you know what I mean, because trial and error and failure and embracing failure is the way to success for ENTPs and technically ENFPs, but it is what it is. So awesome. Well, with all that being said, I got a lot to do tonight. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good night.